You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson, as well as producer Shell in the studio and Shannon as well, too. I'm excited. It's going to be a fun day today. I'm reporting live from Finland, where it is a blazing one degree. It's, I was actually sweating today. It was just so <laughs> I was hot. I was say. like, oh, man. Ooh, don't know what to do. I need to get my sweatbands out, get some, uh, get ring out the towels. I need a sweat towel just to deal with the blazing heat over here. I actually saw the sun for about 37 seconds. Uh, so that was good getting that vitamin D, uh, just crapping through the clouds. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. Almost a full minute. It was, I didn't know what to do. I was feeling like I was at a tanning salon and it was, it's a little too much. I need to get my sunscreen out. Wait, you Blossom. had enough, you had enough skin exposed to actually get sunburned though. No, just uh, right between where the Finnish raccoon uh, hat ends and the beard stops on the top. So just that little, the little squint where my eyes are uh-huh. was about to get real blazing. It was absolutely yeah. roasted. <laughs> roasted for sure. How are things going over there in Orano? Dude, Toronto, Toronto is great. I mean, it is actually hot. It is like... Oh, no, no. It's actually hot here. I know what hot is. You don't know what hot is. Okay, fair enough. It was was 29 degrees yesterday. It was warm. It was sweaty. It was sunny. But today we've got some rain. Uh, We've got some clouds in the sky, which is nice. So I am super stoked. And we want to shout out as well the great and the wonderful Henty New South Wales on 88.0. Now... I have no idea where Henty is. Let me let me just look this up. Henty, You're looking up Henty? Town in Australia. Here we go. While you Good. shout out Henty and look that up, I'm going to shout out Railton, Tasmania, 87.6. Uh, we love you guys in Railton. Uh, okay. Henty and Railton, who would have known? You guys Henty's are getting just featured up, on the show. Up the road from Albury Wodonka. So it's South New South Wales. Oh, Very so it's cool. basically Tasmania. Uh, not at all. <laughs> Coming up on Faith FM, unfortunately, the earthquake death toll exceeds 11,200 in Turkey and Syria. The numbers just keep rising. As well as previously reported UFO Chinese weather balloons have now been retroactively identified as spy balloons across multiple nations, while Chinese-owned security camera company Hikvision cameras are now being removed from government sites in Australia. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. With Blake and Lawson reporting live from Finland and Orano, as it's called, Toronto near uh, Newcastle. Lawson is uh, showing me that he is ready to share his quiz clues. Yes, I am. And our quiz for today is what number am I? What number am I? Okay. Jehu had the heads of 70 royal princes put in this many piles at the gate of Jezreel. So, Jehu got rid of the princes, put their heads in this many piles. Pretty intense story. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to it. If you do, you'll go into the draw to win the amazing Conflict of the Ages box set. You have an incredible series of books that are Bible commentary starting from before creation, before Genesis, to after Revelation. If you want those... 
absolutely for free. You just have to enter the draw. And to enter the draw, all you have to do is answer this question or these clues for the quiz correctly. Now, each one of these clues are all contributing to the same answer. It's just that at the beginning of the show, the clues are easier towards the end of the show. Sorry, at the beginning of the show, the clues are more difficult. Towards the end of the shows, the clues get easier. But because the clues are easier, you get less points if you get it right. But again, Jehu had the heads of 70 royal princes put in this many piles at the gate of Jezreel. 0491-064-669. That is wild. Mm -hmm. That is a wild clue to start the morning off with. Mm -hmm. I hope Absolutely. that you have some sort of like good news to counteract that madness of a quiz. Absolutely, I do. I have some fantastic news, and that is that Microsoft and Google are heavily investing in helping me cheat in university. Okay, pause before you do that. Did you also mention what the answer is? Is that a who am I, a what am I, a yeah, what it's is a, it? It's a what number am I? What number am I? As, oh. That's what I said. Sorry, I missed that part. So it's a what number am I on the quiz there. Okay, mm -hmm. so what number am I? And what was the clue one more time? Jehu had the heads of 70 royal princes put in this many piles at the gate of Jezreel. Yeah, dude, the, the Bible can get pretty wild sometimes. That's, that's what intense. I can, that's super intense. Uh, so, okay, give me... Now, we're going back to why on earth is micro, Why is Bill Gates helping you cheat? Uh, Bill Gates and whoever the CEO of Google is, they are, it seems like they're investing all their money. They're just like, I want to help Lawson cheat in his university. Uh, and that is because, so Microsoft, uh, after chat GPT's explosive debut on the world stage and getting everyone talk about it, it's now being bought by Microsoft. It, Microsoft has become like the chief investor and this has begun the AI race. Because in response, Google have created their own version of ChatGPT called Bard, which is, you know, Bard as like as someone who tells stories and speaks and whatnot. Uh, and they're both attempting to link these two things. So Bard and, and ChatGPT, they're trying to link them up with their search engines. And so you have this kind of AI search engine hybrid where it searches the internet, but then also can give you curated answers. And the reason I say they're going to help me cheat on my exams, or not my exams, sorry, but in university is because of ChatGPT's ability to write short essays that are pretty pretty impressive but, but you would uh, never do that of course but I, of course i would never do that you know i'm, I'm a man Good. of integrity of course you know chat gpt it's got nothing on your writing skills that's right that's right hey man i got a, i got a hd in hebrew last year so before does, ai does, existed does, yeah that's right does chat gpt know that uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> but uh but yeah no i think this is incredible because soon we're going to see a world you know, we, we look at science fiction and it's like, like, for example, I, I get in the car, I plug my phone in, you know, Android auto and my phone connects to my GPS and, and whatnot. And it's like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like my phone can basically run all of the entertainment and GPS and direction in my car. But very soon we're going to get to the ability. Oh, and, and you can even use like voice commands with that. It's like, hey, Google, take me 
to my friend's house, you know, if you've got your friend's house in your uh, Google Maps settings, and it'll say, yep, I'll do that right now. I can say, hey, Google, take me to Blake's house. And it'll be like, yep, I'm taking you to his tent. And then we can drive on over to Blake's tent. But very soon, like, the voice responding to you, just just like in, in a very science fiction-esque way, the voice responding to you is going to be able to to give answers, give give you know, thoughts and, and feelings about what you should do. Not necessarily you can think or, or feel, but it's being programmed in a way to mimic so heavily human thought. And while simultaneously uh, it's being programmed in a way that can actually make suggestions to you. Before, technology was dumb because you told it what to do, but now technology and with AI is getting to the point where it will tell you what to do. Is this a result of the intelligence of the world improving or the the dumbing of the nations down i i don't believe so there there's a classic movie oh what's it called like i think it's idiocracy or something like that i don't i don't think that that's that's the problem like a lot of basically the premise of that movie is like a person travels forward in time and everyone's really dumb in the future but i i don't necessarily think that's true i think that whether you can say humans have more or less IQ than before, in each generation, we have more information to go from. So therefore, we can progressively continue. In fact, you'll read in the in the Conflict of the Ages set, if you read in Desire of Ages, it talks about uh, – sorry, not Desire of Ages, uh, Patriarchs and Prophets. It talks about the high intellect, and we know this. We read the Bible and we see like – Adam and Eve being so close to perfection would have been so much more smarter than us and capable than us. But I don't think they would have necessarily had the ability to have the live in the world that we live in today or create the world that we live in today. Because although they're so smart, on one hand, we stand on top of thousands of years of information. And that is kind of what's propelling and projecting us forward. There are a lot of people who kind of would, you know, debate that thought, though, Lawson. And there's a lot of people who say that the antediluvians before the flood were extremely intelligent, maybe the most that's, intelligent. That's, no, that's what I said. I said, like, they're yeah. the most intelligent. But if you drop an intelligent person into, like, it doesn't matter how intelligent they are, that we we have literature and experience today that's that's just the difference when more right, so we're basically standing on the shoulders of intellectual giants from you know that's centuries. right that's right no that's a that's a really good point and we that that is something that you know we do have that advantage of but i think there's here's the difference this is kind of what i feel there's a lot of information and a lot of uninformed individuals in the world sure uh, and there's a lot of people who make decisions based 100% on the need to satisfy their carnal desires immediately, Yeah. right? And so now we're not dealing with people who have a lot of information and a lot of, you know, knowledge. We're dealing with people who have, or uh, also there's a very, there's a huge lack of wisdom, practical common sure. sense wisdom and we were talking about this with mon on the on air a little while ago about how uh they were talking about making the australian uh, government an australian republic instead of being under the monarchy now that it's changed over to to the king king charles mm-hmm. and that would mean that australia would now have to rewrite a constitution in 2023 
And I was like, yeah, I don't trust 2023 to do that. 2023's and constitution. That would be an absolutely wild, wild time. And, and, and because we've come to a place where, yeah, there's a lot of information, but there seems to be a lot of lack of wisdom because we've gone so far away from the word of God. We've, we've literally stepped so far mm. out of balance with God's will for, I believe, Australia and for the world in general. We've just stepped away from that connection with the creator. I think, though, like that being said, I, I totally see where you're coming from. But on the other side, uh, people have always been trying to satiate need. People have, people have always been trying to satiate need. And in fact, the antediluvian world was destroyed, was brought to an end completely because of a need to, to satiate wants and, and desires. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. With Blake and Lawson live from Finland and Toronto, Australia, not Canada, sorry. But it is, it's a, a scorching hot one degree outside. Uh, I, I don't even know what to do with my life anymore. I've been freezing for for days and days and days. And now everything is just melting. It's so hot. I, it's hard to even understand why it's so scorching hot over here. A balmy one degree, pretty wild stuff, Lawson. Give us a clue. The way you say Tron, like you say Toronto, you make it sound like the place in Canada. You have to say Toronto. Toronto. Then you know you're from Australia. If you're Toronto, yeah. then yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Toronto. number am I? The chapter in Second Kings that records Elijah being taken to heaven in a chariot of fire. If you Ooh. know which chapter that is, 0491. Zero six four six six nine is the number to call, call or text. You'll answer the quiz correctly. Based on that clue, you'll get four hundred points. They're getting easier and easier as we go through. 100. But I reckon you know it's a Thursday. You're feeling good. You might want to wait till the answers get easier. But I'd just say send it. Just send it right now. Just go for it. Be serious. Send it. Or the win. Legit. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Of course, our prize for this week, the amazing conflict of the ages series. And that question again was the chapter in Second Kings that records Elijah being taken to heaven in a chariot of fire. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Big Blake, what is happening? You don't want me to respond. You don't want me to respond to what I was going to say. We're going to say like Little Lawson or something? Hi, Big Blake. Who are you? Um, Listening Lawson. Well, Listening Lawson. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, I have been reading through and truly just sad news about the earthquake in Turkey and Syria, southern Turkey, northern Syria, the death toll now exceeds 11,200 plus deaths. It is just a very, very discouraging, very sad situation. There's also all over social media now just ample stories of pain and loss and suffering. It's it's really intense over there in uh, Turkey and Syria, and I really feel... I feel for our brothers and sisters uh, in Christ who are over there and uh, our, our Muslim brothers and sisters as well, too. Uh, it is just, it's just a tragic thing that's happening as well, too. So I just want to 
just extend our condolences. Uh, I want to encourage our listeners to continue to pray for the families. There was a picture of a man. He's wearing an orange jacket, and he's just sitting there holding a hand, and the hand belongs to his 15-year-old daughter, but mm. she has been crushed uh, oh. by one of the buildings, and she's passed away, and he just sits there holding her hand, not knowing what the next steps in life are, and it's just it's so devastating to see that these tragedies are going to happen continuously around the world and get worse and worse as we get closer uh, to the end of time and to uh, the second coming of Jesus. It's it's a bittersweet experience of thinking to ourselves, you know, the Bible prophesies that all these things, these terrible things, these earthquakes and pestilences and famines and wars and rumors of wars will happen all around the world. Uh, and the frequency of them and the intensity of them will increase as we get closer to Jesus. But we hear that, but then when we see the results of that, it is just devastating and heartbreaking because this is the world that we're living in, uh, that, that Jesus will come back and fix eventually, but we have to live through all that before that, how that all happens. And so it is mm. with a heavy heart that we, we talk about what's happening there in Turkey and Syria. We also found out that those previously reported UFO Chinese weather balloons, they have now been retroactively identified as spy balloons across multiple nations. Right. Mm. So, Essentially, if you don't know the story, we've been covering it for a while. There was a spy balloon. It's spotted over Montana and Idaho uh, there in North, in North America. Actually, it was the first originally seen in Alaska, but a lot of people didn't even realize what was going on. It gets spotted, goes on social media. It's a huge political upheaval. In fact, it was the political uproar is what it was called. And uh, many Republicans are slamming the Biden administration, which is Democratic, for not shooting down the balloon even sooner. Uh, because as we know, we reported that uh, over South Carolina, a jet fighter pilot, an F-22 Raptor went up there and just blew that thing out of the sky. Mm. But this has also led the Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, to postpone a trip to Beijing, China, which was an announcement made hours before his plane was set to take off. This caused a lot of political upheaval between what's actually happening between China and the U.S., uh, information has come out that these balloons that are now being used as spy balloons, they offer advantages over satellites because they can linger over the target for hours and hours. And now these balloons, they've, they've been reported sightings of them over Texas, Hawaii, uh, all different parts of uh, North America. Mm. Uh, now also Japan, the Philippines, Taiwan, Essentially, a whole bunch of nations that are... Oh, dude, they were just uh, everywhere, man. Yeah, they're, they're all over the place. Retroactively, they have now been identified as all spy balloons, right? Mm -hmm. So all of them are spy balloons, and they're like drones. They can be remotely piloted at about 30 to 60 miles per hour, one official mm -hmm. said. And because the balloons float along high-altitude winds, their paths are less predictable and more difficult to track. And so the balloons yeah. are also much cheaper to produce and launch than these space-based satellites. And so the the recent balloon helped fill in gaps about the four others, you know, when they found out about what was happening here. And then the U.S. military has sent up uh, the fighter jets uh, over the past week to observe the airship before it got blown out of the sky. And now they just know a whole bunch of information. There was another one that crashed off the Hawaiian Islands in June, but they didn't call it a spy balloon. 
Uh, now they are. Now they're saying all those weather balloons that you've seen, they're all spy balloons. Every single all one of them. them. All, all of them, them are looking at you. They're outfitted with uh, electro-optical sensors or digital cameras that, depending on their uh, resolution, can capture highly precise images. Uh, they're also equipped with radio signal and satellite transmission capability. I mean, this is kind of crazy stuff. Uh, basically, a U.S. official also said that there was no sense that the balloon's incursion into intercontinental U.S. airspace on the eve of Blinken's visit was a deliberate provocation. But the person added, we are confident that this was a purposeful global program. So they're hmm. basically saying this is a worldwide spy campaign that China is behind. And the hmm. China's foreign policy is a constant search for leverage. And in most circumstances, there are ample opportunities. And so now that they're saying in this one, there would appear to be very few. So when the Chinese government appeals for calm and cool-headedness, you can be sure they're nearly all out of options. And so basically, China has been said, okay, everyone, just remain calm. Everyone calm down. Uh, you know, this has just a, been a big misunderstanding. But no, no, we understand. You've been sending spy balloons over all of these other nations that are targets for what some officials are saying. Uh, they believe that they that the U.S. will be at war with China in 2025. Now, mm. this is all of this is like kind of ramping up. Now, here's the other. This is the other kicker on the side. Just another story has nothing to do with the spy balloons, quote unquote, has nothing to do with it. But check this out. Almost this is uh, a different story in Australia. Almost a dozen Chinese made surveillance cameras are set to be removed from the Australian War Memorial in Canberra over concerns the devices could be used for spying. The cameras are not being used inside the institution, but they do say that there's a removal of 11 cameras will begin later this month. Uh, and the newly appointed Australian War Memorial uh, Chair, Kim Beasley, said the institution was acting out of, quote, an abundance of caution in its decision to remove the cameras and that the surveillance equipment in question is manufactured by Hikvision, which is partly owned by the Chinese government, it is essentially one of the large, the world's largest suppliers of CCT cameras. Did you okay. say Hick Vision? Hick Vision. H -I -C. That sounds, that sounds straight yeah. out of Tennessee. That bears some Hick Vision. We're seeing the Hick. <laughs> In a similar move late last year, the UK government restricted its use of Hick Vision cameras on mm. all government sites. So here's this is essentially what's happening here. There's spy balloons that are being sent everywhere in the world. Now we acknowledge that, right? But only conspiracy theorists said that, you know, six months ago. Mm -hmm. Now it's acknowledged. Now governments are removing the world's biggest CCTV camera company, Hikvision, mm -hmm. from all of its government sites. We're getting to a place here where you, you can see the dominoes are being put in place here. There is a conflict with China approaching. Yeah. And soon it will be Huawei phones and, you know, China's economy being largely based on foreign investment as well. This is it's definitely going to ramp up the tension. It's going to have a huge impact on everything. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Where we don't serve you food, pancakes, avocado toast or cereal, but instead we talk about the Bible. We talk about current events, and we have amazing interviews with people from all over the world. 
Lawson, before we jump into that interview, we got Kyle Morrison here, and I'm I'm excited oh. to have him here. But I need a clue from you. Yes, I've got a clue for you, Blake, and for our listeners. The number of times Elijah, so we're, we're having a look at Elijah again. The number of times Elijah called fire down from heaven to burn up the things, the, the stuff, the, the altars. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you will go into the draw to win our amazing Conflict of the Ages series box set. Beautiful, expensive, incredible box set that is contained that has contained within it incredible books that will contribute to your understanding of the Bible. We want to help you be your own theologian with these commentaries. So that number again, 0491-064-669. That question or that clue for the quiz, the quiz today, what number am I? And again, that clue was the number of times Elijah called fire down from heaven, 0491-064-669. Okay, th- this is uh, this that that clue's thrown me off a little bit. Actually, I need to think about that one a little bit more. But I like the I like the fact that you have it there. Uh, we have in our studio here, live from Finland, is Mr. Kyle Morrison, who is getting ready for a wedding. <laughs> it's your wedding. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if you knew that or not, but I just wanted to give you the heads up. The heads You're up. about to get married in about le- like less than two weeks, really. Yeah, true. Isn't February nineteenth. Ooh, that's pretty crazy. I'm excited. I'm going to be there as well, too. So I'll be reporting live for Faith FM <laughs> from your wedding. I, I won't be reporting live, but it'll I'll be here during, during uh, the wedding. You'll be soon after the yeah, wedding. I will. Actually, I will be that night. Yeah. I will be live that that's night awesome. right after the wedding, actually. That's, awesome. that's, that's wild. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Okay. So, Kyle, we have been here in Koivako, the Lifestyle Center. For many of our listeners, they heard you Last time you're on here, but let's give a little recap on what you do here in Finland, who you are for our listeners who may be just tuning in today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle, you're not from Finland. No. What's from, happening? From Australia, from the Gold Coast, 10 years in Kurenbong. Um, yeah, working for the church and then decided to work for the church without getting paid by the church. <laughs> One of the greatest, most fun things a person can do. Working for the Lord. Volunteer yeah, work. Volunteering. Um, yes. When when you work for the church, you end up running a lot of volunteer things. And I thought, you know, what better to do but to just be the volunteer, you know. You know, just a little side note on that. I actually tell a lot of my church members when I was when I was a pastor of a church, I was like, hey, the best thing that you can do is be a local or an, an activated local church member. So an ALCM, activated local church member, right? And that means do your thing, live your life, go, you know, make sure you're doing your devotions, make sure you're praying, make sure you're having that walk with the Lord. But that's just the start of your journey. Mm. Then you also need to make sure that you're living your life, like making a living and and uh, giving your time and, and serving the Lord in every capacity that you can. And a big part of that is being an activated local church member, an ALCM. Mm. And so now that I'm not actually pastoring a church, I'm, I'm doing Faith FM throughout the week, I actually get to play that out. And I've been really blessed with the opportunity to go around and preach at some different churches. I think I'm going to be preaching at Helsinki mm. uh, next week. So that's nice. a little bit farther than most people nice. would end up going. Uh, but And then, you know, preaching at Walls End Church on the 25th when I get back from Finland uh, and want to invite people to come check that out as well too. Faith FM, uh, 
going there at Walls End Church. And Lawson's going around preaching as well, too, pretty often as well, too. So, yeah, it's a good thing. Like, you can work for the church. That's a wonderful thing. But also, you can just work and then volunteer and serve the Lord as well, too. And so that's what you've been doing here in Finland for a little while. Yeah, Yeah, I guess that journey eventually brought me here to Finland. I was here 15 months. I've been back in Australia um, for nine, 10 months. And then, yeah, we've brought a mission trip over here, 40 young adults from the North New South Wales Conference area here to Finland to get involved in some of the things that I had been involved in. Okay, and so now there's 40 people here. They're working away. There's at least 20 of them working every single day. <laughs> yeah, there's been a bit of sickness and uh, <laughs> the laziness is creeping in. It's and... a, it's it's contagious for yeah. sure. There's, uh, a, there's well. a really nice fireplace and a really nice sitting room. If you can just imagine the snow out the window and a nice fire cooking you inside. I've been snuggled up by the fire often. The different, the, the, the weird part is I've been doing radio all night yeah. and then I wake up in the morning and then I'm by the fire and then other people are like, Hey, well, he's by the fire. Yeah. So I'm going by the yeah. fire as you're well too. Bad, you're a bad yeah. influence. I've been a bad influence and I apologize for that as well. Forgiven. <laughs> Thank you. So, okay. What, what's some of the progress that's taken place since we've been here? Yeah. So the point of this trip is really renovations. This, this property dates well we know of its history since the 1500s as a farming property a lot of the buildings on site are still made out of the same logs from then basically there's just wow old stuff around and so the newest building on site was 1998 that one doesn't need a lot of love but before that it was basically 1940s 1970s uh sort of structures and so we are renovating. We're getting it ready. We're getting it prepped because we want this to be a center of influence. We'd love to have a Bible school here one day. Um, and we are already offering uh, health courses and programs for people to learn about lifestyle medicine. Now, they did some outreach yesterday mm-hmm. and I think today as well, too. Yeah. So they go out in the community, gave us some flyers, gave us some massages as well, too, and encouraging people to come. Now, is there, there's an event that's coming up. Yeah, so they call it the Carpola, Carpolo, Carpolo, Carpolo. It's the Cranberry Health Course, basically. <laughs> and that uh, in Australia, the equivalent would be the CHIP program, Complete Health Improvement Program. Um, cardio- Wait, so Carpola means cranberry. Cranberry. Like the delicious cranberries that we drink yeah. and eat. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a cranberry festival? Cranberry course. It has nothing to do with cranberries, actually. Uh <laughs> Apart from they recommend you eat some so cranberries. It's the chip program called. It's the Finnish version of the chip program. And it just happens to be the couple of course. Cranberries, the berries in Finland are big. If anybody knows anything about Finland, you just waltz through the forest and scoop the berries in your hand and yeah, it's right in the mouth. That's like, that's how Finland is. And so uh, cranberries are one of the berries that are plentiful. And so it's just tightly knit with the culture, the health, the, the freshness, the summertime, it's its just a good name for them. So Kapala is, um, it's been running for 10 years. They've had more than 44 sessions of it so far. Oh, wow. And it's, you know, they do your bloods and they check they check your stats and then they uh, do that again after a five-week. It's, it's usually a five-day um, intensive and then it's five weeks following that. And then they check your bloods again and they decide whether or not you've made progress. They tell you your progress. Peer review journal articles, um, a lot of the like Weimar fellas in the States. Um, which is a similar, it's a lifestyle center that's yeah, similar to here. Yeah. Yeah. Weimar big and has a college and theology institute as well. But point being, um, 
articles written, peer-reviewed journal articles written on the success of the the healthiness of it all. And um, that gets traction here. Finland has a huge vegan culture. You can go to, in fact, we did the other night, um, not you necessarily, but me and some other people went to Hesburger, which is their version of Macca's. They do have McDonald's as well. And they have a Burger King, and all of them have multiple vegan options. Yeah, no, I saw at the Burger King. There was it was pretty wild. There was a big fight that happened at the Burger King, man. That okay, was okay. That's not... <laughs> Kyle is a hero. That's all I have to say. There was a there was a fight that broke out amongst some Finnish boys, and he got in there and just saved the day. Well, and all these women were crying, and and he just came in there and swooped in like a Australian hero. I'll so. clarify. One of the reasons I was able to jump in is because none of them were Finnish, and so. Turned out we were bigger than them all, and we were able to help uh, stop the fight before people got serious. Before it got out of control. Yeah, it was pretty pretty wild from what I heard as well. I did hear that you were a hero, though. That's what I heard. All of Finland was like, Kyle is the I hero. I cannot confirm nor deny these rumors. <laughs> well, I'm confirming it right here on Faith FM. So, uh, okay, so... We so you know, there's a big like vegan culture, a big plant based culture here in yeah. Finland, uh, and big sauna culture as well too, and um, a heavy drinking culture. And um, yeah, I was gonna say because yeah. it's like a, it's like a dichotomy here. Like you you have this healthy aspect of Finland juxtaposed to like wow the really intense two big words dichotomy <laughs> and juxtaposed. well juxtaposed like comparing the <laughs> yeah, two yeah, things yeah. right next to each other. <laughs> you have them right next to each other, and like it's almost like a satanic heavy metal rock and roll kind of yeah. grunge culture when i was in lati in the summer i was like what is this it was like all these Very dudes dark. with like spikes and Very like dark. leather and it was pretty scary and so ultimately we all need more of jesus and so the aim is to um uh introduce them to health and lifestyle um science and diet and cooking and you know education that we all know to be true is scientifically proven to be true and then also encourage them to consider their spiritual health. And so, that's yeah, that, I was going to say that as well, too. Like, you're not just creating a, a lifestyle center here for having a bunch of healthy people so that they're healthy. That's right. You are creating a lifestyle center to encourage health and then helping them to take a step on their spiritual journey. That's right. And so, that's why the renovations are happening. It's now here, what is it, 10 30, 10 45 at night. And I just got finished painting the third floor of the dormitory. We were getting some late night painting in because the carpet tiles arrive tomorrow and we want to see them down before this mission trip leaves. And so uh, that's going to be like a really nice lounge room space, sort of like a function area or even a classroom one day. Um, I don't know if I've been to the third floor, but in the second floor. Yeah. It's a whole nother flight of steps. It's a whole new level. I haven't even, I haven't even been there. Yeah. It's just <laughs> wild. I need to come up there. Okay. Now that it, now that the work's finished, yeah. Yeah. I can go up there. Just in time. Just in <laughs> just time. <in> time. <laughs> so, so, okay. So that's just all been finished painting. You're going to put some Kyle, uh, tile, <laughs> some carpet uh, tiles, some carpet tiles down there, uh, for the, the function room up there on the top as well. Now, I, I just want to kind of just help us to understand as well, too. Later in the year, you had talked about an idea of having a bunch of tradies come mm. from Australia. I want to mm. talk about that again. So yes. if yeah. I'm a tradie in Australia, how do I get involved? Yeah, that's a great question. Do you have question. a website or something? Yeah. <laughs> so we've got a website, koivico.link. How do you spell that? Koivico. K-O-I, koi. Vico, V-I-K-K-O. Koivico. K-O-I-V-I-K-K-O dot link l-i-n-k okay 
Now that's sort of like our internal don't tell anybody we've got an agenda. This is like a yeah, don't tell anybody this is on fake. This FM. is a center of influence. Don't let anyone know. But don't let them know we're influencing them. <laughs> and then we have coivico.org. And Coivico is spelled the same as what it was in right. the previous website, right. surprisingly. <laughs> Coivico.org is sort of like the front-facing website. Now, the issue with all of this is, is that I spent far more effort building content on Coivico.link and, and that has, uh, Google preference and that's like right at the top. <laughs> so, so the internal news is external and the Coivico.org didn't get a lot of love until just recently. And we're shifting a lot of our Airbnb and bookings.com, uh, customers. We're trying to move them over to our Coivico.org bookings. Right. Um, to try and save a bit of a percentage there. Uh, because yeah, that's sort of our business wing of things. We can rent stuff out now while we're renovating. And so we do. But as soon as we, um, are ready for more functions, more courses, we have more staff, more volunteers, um, to run those courses, we'll increase and try and shift some of our profit making over to the, um, yeah, the course and the education sector. One thing that I was really uh, inspired by, there's a young man, I believe his name is Matthew, and he's come over from Australia in November, yeah. and he's a carpenter by trade, yeah. like a certified, qualified uh, carpenter. He's come over in November in preparation for this trip, and now he's just going to yeah. stay for another year. Yeah, so he was planning on being here for two weeks, and he thought, why not be there for 12 months? Well, so, at first he was like, why not be there for two months? Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. I'll make it 12. Yeah. You know? So Australia's, Australians and New Zealand's have a beautiful opportunity in the working holiday visa. And you can get to Finland, Norway, Sweden, Denmark up until the age of 35, Denmark up to 35. Um, you can come for a year and it just costs you a couple hundred bucks. You get a visa really easy. But we are looking at doing a tradies trip back to the point of this conversation, a tradies trip. If you are a qualified tradie, a skilled, Somebody who um, is good at doing stuff with your hands and a professional level, there is a ton of work here that we need um, those sorts of people involved with. And so, yeah, we're thinking about setting up a tradies trip in summer. This is a winter trip right now, and that's why you get to complain nightly about how cold it is. <laughs> well, it was scorching today. In summer, it they can hot. go la di da da through the bushes and collect the berries and absolutely and do the work. Now, the beauty of summer, and I've spent uh, an entire summer here to know this is that you can work till 11 at night and it's the sun hasn't gone down yet. It's just like never ending days. Never I like how work. that's the pitch. That's like, the hey, pitch. come over here. And you can work until we 11 can do p.m. 18 hour days. It's you can F- do 18 hour days. Do you know how here. many meals you can eat when you're working for 18 hours straight? Uh, no, <laughs> so a lot, a lot. Okay. Yeah. But dinner, the last dinner, but by the time you have your third dinner at right. 11.30 and you're ready for bed, that's uh, that's a good one. Okay. <laughs> I've heard that they have like first winter, second winter, third winter. Those are the seasons here <laughs> in Finland as well, too. Yeah. But last dinner, yeah. uh, right towards the end. Yeah. So if if I am a tradie, if I'm someone who's like, you know what? I want to do a crazy mission. Mm-hmm. I want to do something different with my life. I want to yeah. just go to this lifestyle center in the middle of nowhere in yeah. Mikkeli, uh, Finland. Yeah. Go to koivoko.link. Yeah. And you can come and get in touch with you guys. Yeah, you'd have to fill out over. a form because I'm not quite organized enough to have set up a page specifically for that, but I'm totally going to do it tomorrow. Awesome. But there is a contact form. You can send us a message or um, send an email through that website. But there's a there's a page coming. Oh, there's a page totally coming and I'll feature it on the <laughs> homepage as well. <laughs> Volunteer for a year. Yeah. In no, well, the, yeah, the tradies trip will be like a couple of weeks. Yeah. And we're looking at, um, July, August kind of area. Okay. So July, late July, early yeah. August kind of a yeah. uh, couple of weeks yeah. tradies going at it. That's yeah. going to be fun. And uh, final thing, uh, there's a Bible school coming at the end of the year. 
Uh, exactly when it's coming, I do not know, but the long-term plan is the Bible school. So there's going to be a Bible school for people to come and study the Word of God right here that, in Finland. That is one of our found, foundational plans and purposes for this property. That's so beautiful. Kyle, thank you so much for joining us once again on Faith FM, giving us a little bit of an update and getting us amped up for the Trades trip, for the Bible school, for the Koivako Lifestyle Center. Check all the information out on koivako.link. And we will have, we have one more guest tomorrow night, uh, or which is tomorrow morning. Uh, and it's a young man named Jai who's given his life to Jesus. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.